We're live. Oh, we're live. Oh, whoops. <laughs> What's up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Live. Welcome back to the Various Stages of Growth podcast, your one-stop shop for everything, movies, TV, toys, gaming, comic-related, everything in the nerd world we're going to talk about. Um, yes. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, and I'm here with Will. Will, yes. how are you doing this week? I, I'm here. I'm, I'm great. I'm fired up, ready to go, energized, caffeinated, whatever you want to say. Let's let's do it today, man. How, how you doing? Perfect. I'm good. I'm good. I've I've had a pretty solid week. Um, nothing nothing too crazy. Um, but I was able to secure Comic Con tickets this week for New York Comic Con. Nice. So, uh, you know, b- boots on the ground at Comic Con for various stages of growth, and hopefully we'll be doing some coverage on that. You know. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get some t-shirts uh, printed so we can uh, wear them out there and see all the, all, all three people that listen uh, can check us out. If you're going to be in New York, when that's in October, right? That is the first week of October. Yeah, so you got a while. Yes, but we'll, so we got plenty of time to get those t-shirts ready. Well, that's good, man. That's good. Now you go in the full, the full three days, was it three days, four days? It, it's, so it's four days. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All right. And so you're going to be there. Okay. okay. Very cool. Very cool. And th- did they, and I didn't see this yet. So full disclosure, did they announce anything major yet or anything or that's coming down so, the so it's, so it's funny. The The first day tickets went on sale, they announced uh, David Tennant is coming to Comic-Con. Okay. Like, very cool. You know, Doctor, Doctor Who, Who Harry cool. Potter, uh, yeah. Mr. Purple in, uh, what's the show? Uh, oh man, uh, Jessica Jones. Yes. Yes. And then four hours later, they turn around and go, we made a mistake. He's not coming. <laughs> oh, What? Yeah. Wait, they put that out there and they had to retract it? He was the first guest they announced. First guest. They, they put it on Twitter, uh, Instagram, sent out an email for it, and then they had to follow that all up a couple hours and said, uh, yeah, sorry about that. We made a mistake. David Tennant will not be there this year. That's not a good sign. No, oh so, so I don't know what's going on. Holy crap. Who, 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 who's responsible for putting that out there only to retract it that quickly? Yeah, it's weird because I, I think he was there last year. So I wonder if somebody just like accidentally reused some like like a post from last year, thinking that it was for this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. Do you imagine that? Oh yeah, do you like, imagine oh, what man, we go got wrong? David Tennant. <laughs> yeah, we got David Tennant coming. That's awesome. Do you imagine though, like putting something out there of someone that's no longer with us and popping that up there? Oh my God! Could you imagine? Oh my good! Well, that's what I'm thinking. If if that's what they did, you know, we don't know. Allegedly, we're speculating. But you imagine, like, you know, they're popping stuff up from last year, and they're just popping <laughs> people who are no longer with us. And it's like, yeah, that, that, it's like, how are they going to do this? Some kind of VR technology? Or... Right. <laughs> that sucker would sell out in like two seconds. We can raise the dead here at uh, the New York Comic Con. When David Tennant is not dead, folks, so that's not what we're saying. We're, you know, just clarifying. But, man, that sucks because that would have been cool. Do you ever um, – this is still kind of in the, the nerd geek realm. Um, Do you ever see uh, Broadchurch with David Tennant? It's on Netflix. I, I have not. Oh, my God. Check it out. Check it is out. It I know it's, it's – oh, it's tremendous. He, 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 it's just – the dude's great. Like, that's where I kind of first – Doctor Who was when I first saw him, but then I saw that Broadchurch. It's phenomenal. You got to check it out. He's great. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on my list because uh, you know right yeah. now I currently have nothing to watch. So no, check it out. My wife turned me on to it, and I said I don't know. And then I saw he was in it, and then um, that was that's what did it, man. I put it on. It is it is tremendous. Good watch. Those BBCs when they do those limited series, but oh wow. So so no David Tennant. Did they give you a second second guess yet? Uh, the the only two people they announced so far were uh, the Weasley twins from the Harry Potter movie, which really doesn't move the needle for me, but no. I, I know people are amped. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so that's it. So that was like the two people they announced, but they were twins. Yeah, so and okay. I'm sure they'll be sitting at one table, so it's kind of one autograph. <laughs> right, so they need to work on their diversity there because the, the, the two people they have look exactly the same. All right. Awesome. I mean, I mean, they they've been good the past couple of years. Like you know, last year I met Billy Dee Dude, Williams. The Weasley twins are New York Comic Con. Like I'm trying. <laughs> no, to... New York Comic Con. Okay, Comic-Con. good. I was like, man, you're really hyped for the Weasley twins. <laughs> um, yeah. Last year I met Billy Dee Williams, who was great. Nice. Um, the year before that, Mark Hamill, who was nice, but you know he was busy, so they kind of push you through. Um, and then I think it was two years ago, or no, about four years ago, I met Carrie Fisher before she passed. So that was awesome. Mm. Wow. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, man. That's it's. Uh, well, we'll keep us posted. Every week we come on, we're gonna need uh, need somebody to accompany the Weasley twins. So uh, yeah, you know, get, let me know. Guest tracking first segment of every show for New York Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, just just hit me up when they announce uh, you know Bad Bunny there to push El Muerto, and I'll I'll be 
all over that. I, I think we might have to sponsor our own con for that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it. But uh, well, that would have been cool. But definitely keep us posted on that. Uh, absolutely. Anything else you got going on? Nothing really. You know, just kind of hanging out. I uh, I did go to the movies this week, and I think that'll segue into the later part of the show. Um, oh, it you know, will. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. yeah, know, we'll keep, um, keep, keep an eye out for that because we will do a bonus episode with full spoilers. Yeah. So uh, we're going to actually, uh, if you're listening to this, we're recording on a Sunday and we're actually going to be recording back to back. So uh, we will have a bonus episode, as Matt just said, uh, Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. And that episode, that bonus episode will be filthy with spoilers. So we're just full heads up, filthy spoilers. We will touch upon it, I think, here. Um, try to dance around some things, but we will be recording that bonus episode f- full of, uh, spoilers. Um, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you said, do not listen to that episode if you have not seen the movie or if you just don't care about the movie, go ahead and listen. Right. Right. If you, if you don't care and you want to be spoiled and you're just, you know, you can listen there. We'll try to go through as much as possible without just, you know, completely spoiling the movie, but we'll give our takes. I know in this day and age, man, it's, it's. It's a tough sell because, and we were talking a little bit uh, about this during the show prep, with just the opinions on, listen, on everything, just being so polarizing and so toxic. But when it comes to this stuff, um, you know, you can't open up Twitter, you can't open up anything and just, you know, everything's either the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever. And then unfortunately, if it's the greatest thing ever, within about three weeks, they're going to be coming for you. Because have you, listen, I know we got to... We got a good show for you here, but there's some stuff popped up that I want to get your take on. And it's on this because we're going to dive in. So Spider-Man's now been out long enough, correct? Yes. And we've already spoiled and talked stuff. Have you seen the feedback right now, recent feedback on on Spider-Man um, No Way Home? No. The take, all, the I, takes all, on I, it? all I've seen you know, was going back to when the movie came out and everybody thought it was the greatest thing ever <laughs> correct so so everyone was hyped for it gets released makes all the money in the world everyone's singing his praises um everything right so that's out there so if you go on now and it is a small subset section because spoiler alert kids they um twitter is not the real world but there is a strong enough subsection on twitter just bashing the movie bashing it that's but, but basically why? <laughs> basically saying well if you remove uh toby mcguire and andrew garfield from the movie it's just a subpar movie if you just watch the first hour and a half two hours it's subpar it really only has a good 30 40 minutes at the end and i'm thinking well that's still part of the movie like i that, mean it's the it's the whole plot of the movie if right? you take them out there is no movie <laughs> right and the whole thing is like they could have screwed that thing up yeah, they could have screwed that thing up. There, there is. It is quite possible to have cool cameos in a movie and screw it up. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But yes, with, with Spider, but with Spider Man, they nailed it, man. They did not. They weren't just there to you know wave and smile at the camera. They, they were an integral part of the movie. So I, I don't get the hate for it. I, I just think you know. First, I thought it was just some trolls. But there's a lot of people out there that are just going off on Spider-Man saying it was overrated and overhyped and the only good part of the movie is the last 30 minutes and uh, that they need to replace Tom Holland. And look, I know it's a small subsection, but it has gotten quite vocal. I was just shocked to see it because I'm with you, man. I enjoyed the heck out of it. And plus the fact all I all I saw when it was first released is how much everybody loved it. Yeah. It's like it's like you give people a little bit of time, and they just realize that they can't be happy, and they have to go back and try to destroy something that you know everybody loved. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. I mean, look what happened. I mean, yeah. I'm. The, you know what? I there there are people taking you know shots at, at stuff. I mean, everyone loved the Nolan verse, and you got people saying the same thing about um, the Dark Knight. No, take Heath Ledger. It's it's you can't do that, folks. It's part of the it's part of the movie. It's part of the way it went. Yeah, um, if you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and try to review a movie or talk about a movie, you have to take it as a whole. You, you can't be like you know, remove this character, remove this plot thread. You can't because that is the movie. Right, and, and I'm all about hey, I enjoyed this part. I did not like this. I thought this section was great. That's fair. I get that. But to 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 condemn a whole movie 
on, on these terms, when it when it just sounds like sour grapes and revisionist history is beyond me, man. But yeah, it's out there. It's it's crazy. Like it was universal love, and now it's just people bashing on it. And and I, I guess this also came to my attention. We touched last week on uh, Fantastic Four with uh, John Watts stepping back. And I guess when that got when that got announced by John Watts and Marvel, there was this whole subsection going, "Oh, good, good. I'm glad. I'm good." And I'm thinking, well, wait a second. You were just praising this guy for Spider. Oh no! Yeah. It's, and so it's it's curious, man. I'm telling you what, like it's I, I get it. I get not. You don't have to love everything. That's not what I'm saying. And you can have your your issues, but th- yeah, this idea of just you know wh- where these people crawl out of you know weeks or months after a film's out or years later and just this revisionist stuff. You know, feel how you want about anything. I get it. But, God, the bandwagon jumping of opinions is sad. I'm not saying people didn't feel this way. And, and some people may have when the film came out. But I didn't hear too much of that. You know what I'm saying? No, no me neither. So that's, yeah, that's totally different. You want to come out when the movie's out. And you want to take that stand. More power to you. One way or the other. I, I get it. But uh, now to be coming out, it's just it's kind of bizarre to see. Yeah, yeah. That, that, like you said, I, I didn't even hear anything about this until you mentioned it, and I find it so bizarre because that movie is widely loved. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Well, we're going to be fiery here today, folks. So uh, once again, if you want to reach out to us, we we got some takes today. We got some takes today. So if you want to reach out at VSG Podcast, you can uh, message at us on Twitter, on the Twitter, and then email vsgrowthpodcast at gmail.com we've got a couple pieces of feedback um one of us uh well one of the pieces of feedback matt that we got at the vs uh, growth podcast at gmail.com was that they wanted the show to be a little longer well i got bad news for them um that's <laughs> this may I, this is not intending to be as uh long as the other shows but we, we will take it under consideration and maybe extending out honestly folks it's it's my fault. Matt does a good job planning this stuff, and I just get lazy. But uh, summer opens up. We got some more time. We will dig deep, and if you want a longer show, we can work on getting you a longer show. Um, and also, same feedback we're getting. Um, definitely want some more interaction with the fans, and we're working on ways to bring that to you as well. So in the meantime, just be a trooper. If you're listening, you reach out to us when share your opinion, share your thoughts, share your feedback. But we are working on getting other ways for you to reach out to us here. I've just been, I've just been worthlessly lazy and I got to fix that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Please, please reach out. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. You know, like you said, today is going to be full of some takes and stuff and things we like, takes. things we don't like. So tell us if you agree, tell us what your thoughts are and uh, let us know where you stand with all this, this stuff. Yeah. And it's funny too, because one of the other pieces, this is, we got three pieces of feedback it was fantastic. Um, the third piece of feedback I got was that we're too agreeable. Well, folks, I got news for you. We may not be so agreeable after this episode because I know we're going to have some hot <laughs> takes. And we don't know which direction we're taking it, but I know we're going to have some hot takes. Now, we maybe have hot takes that we agree with, but if you want to see some conflict, uh, you want to see some back and forth, I get that. This might, this might be the episode for you. Yeah, this and uh, possibly stay tuned for the Doctor Strange review, the spoiler yeah. review, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely have things to say there. <laughs> right, and we're going to still try to keep that G to PG, um, so I'll have my hand on the dump button ready to go, but uh, <laughs> that'll that'll be emotional, folks, one way or another. Hey, I got a question for you. Uh, when does Ms. Marvel come out? I know we have, and we're going to talk in a second about Obi-Wan, but when does Ms. Marvel come out? Because that's the next I, Marvel I believe, thing after I believe Doctor it's Strange, June? right? I believe June. it's June. Okay. All right, we got some time. I have someone I think I want to bring on the show before we, uh, before that opens, and might even consider bringing her on a couple times during the show because she's a, a Ms. Marvel uh, a, a fangirl. Um, oh, and awesome. I mean that I mean that in a respectful way. This, um, but she she and I have talked about the series, um, the comic, uh, way back when. So I'm I'm thinking to bring her on. I'm just trying to figure out as we're going through here. I know we're going to touch upon. Moon Knight and Obi-Wan, and I'm looking at the Disney Plus Marvel schedule, and I think the next Marvel thing is Miss Marvel, right? Yeah, that's, that's okay. the next thing, and right. then uh, Thor after that. There we go. Okay, perfect. All right, yeah, so, all right, yeah, I mean, a uh, lot going on, um, you know, a lot coming up. Summer's going to be crazy. Once again, look for us expanding out on the show, dropping some more bonus episodes. Um, we're going to be looking at possibly bringing some other content to your way, so stay tuned for that, but... Uh, I don't know, man. Are you are you ready to dive in and have some hot takes today? 
yeah let's get into this list then you know uh we're gonna start where we've started for the past four weeks at this point and it's the season finale of moon knight yeah man you want to go first (laughs) all right yeah i'll I'll go first yeah Um, so look if you've listened you know first off thank you um but we've talked about it every week and every week i feel like i said I like this episode the best. I like this episode the best. I like this episode the best. For me, three, four, and five just built, built, built. And then we get to the finale. And it kind of fell off for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of this episode. I think there's good stuff in the episode. But overall, it's not my favorite ending to a show. How about you? So what's going to suck, man, is I really wanted to uh, have some disagreement here. And maybe we will coming up on some stuff. But... Um, yeah, man, I'm kind of right there with you. A um, couple things. The, I, I'm with you, too, as far as it build. I, I thought it, the show got stronger uh, as it went on. I absolutely agree with you there. I thought there were some really cool things in this final episode. We had talked, I think, last week, worried about how are they going to cram everything in this last episode. And I kind of feel that. I, I almost felt like if they needed another episode, kind of let it breathe a little bit. So much happened. Yeah. Um, my biggest issue with the episode is was it was a gutsy move and i know why they did it um in not showing the final battle (laughs) between um moon knight and 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 harrow um you know it was just one of those he blacks out i know why that it makes sense when you stick to the end why they did it but i I just see see to me like i like i'm with you i think that i don't like that they cut that out but that would have been the perfect time to show that scene Yes, I, and I you know, agree. like we've been getting the little blackout moments all season, all season. You know, teasing them, teasing them. This would have been the one to show, right? Well, and and so here, here are my things. Per, the other things that I want to just share on this, and and I'll, I'll get your take too, and hear what you have to say. So here are my two things I took away that I had trouble with. One, and I like ambiguity in 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 stuff I watch. For example, I didn't mind the ending of The Sopranos. I mean, you know, kids, if you don't know what that's about, go ask your parents. But yeah. I didn't mind any kind of... So, but the scene at the end when he gets released from Khonshu and then goes back into that dreamlike slash journey world where he's in the ward and then he wakes up in the bed again was a little disjointed. I, it, it was confusing. I, yes. I think I know what happened, but I don't. And if that was kind of the point... Um, I, I think it could have been handled a little bit differently. I think, you know, I, I had a major uh, concern with how that was done. It, it looked just kind of rushed or sloppy. And I don't think that was the intent. I, I, but but that, that's how I felt. I was with you. It was confusing. Uh, then him waking the bed. And then at first I thought the whole thing was another dream or a time loop. But then he... You know, he talked to both character voices. So you kind of knew you were, you were in the future. He's, he's made peace yeah. with each other. My biggest issue is, that, is this. Um, not everybody, okay, diehard Marvel fans, absolutely, but not everyone's going to stay to the end credits. Yeah. How do you put a scene like that in the end credits that basically, if there is a season two shapes it, or if there is a later uh, appearance of Moon Knight or any of the other characters, will shape it and just leave it as an end credit scene. Um, and two, what the hell? heck did you do to jake lockley yeah that's that's... not him (laughs) name name him someone else that's not him and 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 believe me this is not one of those like you've got to be 100 percent faithful to the comic because it wasn't i i I love the direction they did with mr knight i thought it worked within the context of the story but this i don't know where you're going with it like i it just it left such a sour taste in my mouth and one this is one man's opinion but i just i did not like that that's not the character of jake lockley and, and more importantly, I just didn't think it fit throughout everything um, that they were doing. I just felt like it was just a cheap, you know, teaser cop out that if you don't get a season two, I'm going to be uh, a little upset about. Yeah, I mean, it, it would they have to do a season two at this point or, or, or a Moon Knight movie because you set up the third personality with Jake and you're never going to follow up on that again. And I know the directors have said there's no plan for a season two. I know Oscar Isaac said there's no plan for a season two, but I would be shocked if we don't get a season two. Right. Because then you take one of your, one of your, you know, quote unquote antiheroes in Marvel and he basically ends it as a villain. You know, yep. I, I just, you know, basically uh, just becomes a full on revenge. And I know that was the point of the character. That's why Kanchu can manipulate that personality, but that's not, that's not, 
the character for a reason. Um, just FYI, if you're listening, we're not having an earthquake. Apparently, my kid's jumping off the couch, so that'll be dealt with later. But <laughs> I'm good here. I'm safe. I don't want you worrying. But yeah, man, uh, getting back to Moon Knight, um, it bought, I just I didn't agree with the choices, and it really took me out of a lot of. I thought a lot of things were cool. I thought the transformation. Um, what are they calling her? Scarlet, Scar- the Scarlet um, Scarab. Uh, the Scarlet Scarab. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, I know some people were comparing it to Wonder Woman '84, folks. That was better than Wonder Woman '84. Let's be honest here. Um, I mean, for me, it doesn't take much to be better than Wonder Woman '84. Right. <laughs> right. So I, I thought that was cool. So this is, you know, when I said I didn't like the last episode, oh, you don't like it? No, I thought that part was handled well. I thought that was a cool reveal, and I really actually enjoyed that part. It was just I did not like the ending, how abruptly it ended, and how confusing it ended. And then I didn't like that such an important piece to a show that may or probably not going to get a second season ended the way it did. Um, and what they did to that character, and it, and that was the last thing you saw. And so the feeling I had when I left kind of undercut all the, the goodwill I had for the other couple episodes. And I hate that, man. I hate when I, I finish a show and the last episode or something does something so that I feel egregious that betrays it that I just I just have a problem. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I love the show. And now I'm walking away with being like, man, that was a bummer how that ended. Yeah, you know, the, the only the only positive I can say for it is it left me wanting more. So to me, it felt like there should have at least been one or two more episodes where we kind of could have spread this out a little bit and let it breathe a little bit more. But I hope they do a season two, you know, or, or g- give me something. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't even know what you do. And, and you know, we'll talk later about Doctor Strange a little bit. So we'll talk about antiheroes and redemption arcs and all that good stuff. But, hey, I mean, it's I, I just felt like I, I don't know. It, it just came to me. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. And to me, it just, I didn't like what they did to the character and then what it did to the character of, of um, Mark and Steven. It just kind of mm-hmm. undercut that, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool on the surface. Inside, there's the conflict villain part. Okay, that could be pretty cool, that Jekyll and Hyde type thing. But if you're not yeah. getting a second season, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, so that's it's the a, frustration. It's a weird yeah. setup. Yeah. I, I also could have lived without the... Uh, giant kaiju fight of the the two gods outside the pyramids <laughs> yeah that was a little ridiculous it, was it, it, a little it ridiculous. didn't look great no and the and the the god what was the god the evil god or, or the, the uh, other god and Amit. Amit. it kept if you ever saw disney's fantasia it reminded me of the dancing uh alligator like that's i kept getting those type <laughs> of vibes man so i was like great with you um yeah, I, I hate to be such a downer on a show I, I really love. Like I was, I was looking forward to that every week. Um, but yeah, there were just pieces in it. It just felt like it was. It, it just didn't fit with what we had seen before. That's my opinion. And I, like I said, I've got my personal gripes with some of the things done in the ending. Um, you know, I still once again, uh, Oscar Isaac was fantastic. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's gotta, it's gotta get the Emmy for this one. He's gotta get something. Um, and like I said, overall, I, I thought it was a great series, but God, it was just such a bummer of an ending. Yeah, well, moving on from one TV show that's ending to one that's coming up pretty soon, uh, we got an official Obi-Wan trailer this week. And I think this trailer is fantastic. I don't know how you feel about it, but I could not be more excited for this show. I couldn't. I can't stand it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> try, man. I'm trying to find conflict. We'll get there. Um yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm a little. Um, there was a uh, an article uh, came out. I'd say about a day or two after the trailer dropped, um, where uh, Ewan McGregor was talking. Um, I think it was with Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. but he made a comment. Uh, Deborah Chow, who's directing it, um, and made a comment that she, how knowledgeable she was of the world of Star Wars and the world building of what they can and can't do inside Kenobi and made a reference to video game. Now, the only thing I can think of, is, and, and people all jumped on it, was fall, was Fallen Order. And I'm, yeah, it, it makes t- the most sense. Because it was a very similar game where in Fallen Order, uh, it's a short version of that game, you are a, a Jedi that escaped, um, that's been hidden, very much like Obi-Wan. You're on the run from the Inquisitors. Um, you know, ultimately lead you to, uh, you know, uh, Vader, uh, spoiler, sorry, too late, but it's been out for three, four years. So you haven't played it. It's on you. Um, and the thing is, if they can link up with that, um, I, I would, I would love that. I think, um, I just think it's going to be interesting if the whole show is 
Obi-Wan takes on a bunch of bounty hunters and inquisitors. It's it's going to be an interesting vibe, but but a but a weird vibe. So I, I I'm excited for it. I, I uh, you know the music's got me hyped. The fact we're seeing you know Hayden Christensen as Vader again should be pretty cool. Um, I think uh, I just I'm curious on how that's going to play because um, in the trailer the new trailer just drops pretty heavy on him just kind of taking on the world, um, yeah. which is which is cool. I just I don't know you know, who he's going to pair up or how it's going to play or what he's even doing. Um, cause obviously he leaves tattooing. You could tell that right off the, you know, in some of the worlds he's on, it looks like Coruscant, but it could be somewhere else, but he's on different planets. So, uh, I wonder what the heck would take him off world when he's supposed to be guarding Luke the whole time. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. What I liked in this trailer was originally when the show got announced, I thought it was going to be Obi-Wan going at Vader, right? Like trying to take him out, trying to, you know, correct his wrong for leaving Anakin there. But from this trailer, it seems Vader's the one specifically hunting Obi-Wan. And I really like that. Yeah. You know what you have? You have that scene in the trailer where uh, I think Reva is her name. I think she's one of the Inquisitors. Mm -hmm. Um, She yells out, you know, you can't hide from him. Like basically saying like Vader's coming and, you know, he, he knows you're out there. Right, and you and you know it's going to be, you know, you're going to get that we're going to get that confrontation one more time, which will be fantastic. And then you got to wonder how it's going to end. I mean, it's because if you jump to the A New Hope, he's basically under the impression that you know Obi Wan's no longer around or it can't be. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's probably it's not going to end well for him, um, one way or the other. Uh, yeah. But it's but I, I'm I'm still stuck on what the heck would be so important enough to pull him off planet that he's, that he's leaving, you know, his, his mission, uh, what he's been doing since revenge of the Sith. So excited to see that excited. I, I like the inquisitors, uh, fallen yeah, order, too. fallen order really. And, 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 uh, rebels as well. Um, that season one got me hyped for the inquisitors. So I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, man, if they could link it to, uh, to fall in order and bring in Cal Kestis, I'd be I that, then you got me. Then I'm then I'm hooked. Yeah, that I'm, that would be great. I'd love to see him make an appearance. Yeah, oh, that would be fantastic. I, or even anyone from his crew, or just some kind of. Pro- to me, that's listen. I, I know Marvel gets all the props in the world from the MCU interconnectivity, but when you want to talk world building, especially between all the video games, the novels, and the movies, the TV shows with Star Wars, it's if you actually sit and try to consume every piece of media it's a full-time job but it is very rewarding yeah, that's, that's for sure <laughs> yeah it's very rewarding getting through all of it it really is they do a great job of dropping little easter eggs every little minute even when you're not even looking for them along the way yeah i mean and, and if you look at what they've done with tv just off of mandalorian and boba fett i think you're going to get a bunch of those tie-ins because both of those shows are completely tied into everything happening in the star wars universe so I, this one, you know, you're going to bridge the prequels, you're going to bridge the the original trilogy, you'll probably touch on some stuff that happened in the Clone Wars, which is really exciting for me, and like you said, maybe something related to Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I, I could hope. That would, look, I'm, I'm excited for it, <clears throat> I'm hyped for it, I am, I just, uh, that would put me, you know, if you can make that connection um, in any way, or tie it to something else, even in... Uh, with rebels or anything, I'm I, I'm on board. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, and you know, keep keep an eye out. That we'll definitely be reviewing every single episode weekly as it comes out, kind of like we did with Moon Knight. Yeah. Um. So so I'm I'm looking forward to diving into that. Well, we and, also and, got we we also got a trailer for another show. Um. That I know you and I are excited about. I don't know anybody listening, but uh, Cobra Kai season five. <laughs> yes, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Uh. Yeah. I I kind of. I, the trailer came on the other day and I actually shut it off because I want to be completely surprised because uh, I felt like I knew too much going into last season with Terry coming back. So I'm really trying to just keep my eyes closed and, and, and buckle down. So um, I'm going to let you drop some spoilers, but don't get too spoilery because even myself, I'm trying to the, – the, the best thing about I think the first two seasons was the ride it took me on when I didn't know it was coming. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I was the same way. I, you know, I watched season one and two when they first popped up on Netflix – I had no idea what I'm get, I was getting into, and right. I turn around. I, I love this show. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's tremendous. It was tremendous, and uh, yeah, like I, uh, it's 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 scary how much Johnny Lawrence reminds me of my brother. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> really, really, we'll go get him on the show one time, maybe because he's definitely a Cobra Kai guy. He's got some things to say. But uh, 
Yeah, man, looking forward to it. Can you can you get into some things that are there without getting too? If there's any real big spoiler, we can try to bury it. Or, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, they didn't really spoil too much. Um, you know, you see a little bit more of Terry running Cobra Kai. You know, kind of trying to take it to the next level. You know, whatever that means. Um, you know, you kind of see where it picks up at the end, where Johnny goes looking for Miguel. Mm-hmm. A couple little flashes of you know some fight scenes and stuff, but nothing overly spoilery. Now you know, the. You... the, the I'm sorry, let me cut you off. But so from the trail, you got Terry now running Cobra Kai. And yeah. so, um, okay, sorry, go on. Cause I'm trying to, I do have a question for you, but I'm gonna let you finish first. Cause I no, do no, have drop a question. The question. <laughs> so <clears throat> do you think they're going to try to redeem crease? I really hope not because as somebody who's, you know, watched John crease for 20 <laughs> years at this point, you know, whatever right. it is. I don't want him to be redeemed, but no, I could I, absolutely see it. Yeah, I don't either, but I'm wondering, and because and, and, there's been a lot of stuff of trying to redeem characters lately, and uh, you execute it wrong, it could cause problems. But I'm wondering, man, the way they teased last season, I, I don't see it. I thought they were almost trying it this, uh, I think, this past season, and then he had his turn. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, I... I I don't know. I'm wondering if that's the way they're going to go or uh, what they're doing with him because he's definitely not uh, the A1 villain anymore. He's more like, you know, A2. Here's the, here's the thing with Kreese, right? He's, he's always out for his own self-interest. So I feel like even if there is a redemption arc for him, he kind of might just go along with it until he can get what he wants, and then he'll kind of yeah. split away from it. So Which is I don't think it'll be 100% redemption where, you know, he's running Miyagi-Do with Daniel LaRusso, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, th- that's the best thing about Kreese is he's like the king of like the uh, WWE heel turn. Like last minute, and he'll just turn yeah. his back again. So he's got to say that I don't, I don't need a redemption arc. And honestly, if they're gonna do a redemption arc with with him, I hate to say it, but it's got to end with uh, very much like Ben Solo's redemption arc ended, where you know that's the end of him. So other yeah. than that, I don't <laughs> see how you can redeem Kreese, nor do I want him redeemed. But we'll see. Yeah, and you know we'll we'll see sooner than later because uh, they announced that it's going to come out in September instead of oh, wow. New Year's like they've been doing. So I think I think it's the first week of September is when this is releasing. Wow! All right, man, that's soon. All right, I'm looking forward to that. Good, we got good stuff coming up because that's the other thing. We'll get through the summer, we've got some good stuff to know about, and then we go into a dry spell. I don't want that dry spell, so I'm hoping uh, that's a good, that's good news that that's coming out then. Yeah. Very cool. All right, so at this point, folks, it is time for us to take a quick break, but we will be back and coming back. We have a few more things to touch upon, Um, and unfortunately, once again, we have some sad news in the comic book world, but you are listening to the Various Stages of Growth podcast, episode four, and we'll be right back. Okay, folks, we're back part two of episode four. Thank you uh, for listening as always. Um, you can reach us here at the at VSG, as in GOAT, podcast on Twitter or VSGrowthPodcast at gmail.com. Speaking of growth, I have an apology to make. Um, and we came in our, our intro today, you may have noticed, was a little off, and that's on me. Uh, full disclosure, I was running the soundboard over here, had a horrendous sneeze right before as I was <laughs> counting this down, three, two, and as the one was coming out, the sneeze was coming out, so I jammed on the mute button, problem is Matt didn't hear me, so he's asking are we live, and I'm about to answer, but I, it's like one of those funky things where you're in that half sneezes coming out, your eyes are bulging, but you want to talk, and you go, and just kind of like <laughs> suck it in. And I didn't want to release it, so I apologize. That was me. It was not me screwing around. It's not me playing with a toy, because um, I, I do that all the time, and it doesn't distract me. Um, no, that was just me, you know, allergy season, man. Allergy season's crazy. It makes you do crazy things. Speaking of crazy things, we just had May the 4th, Matt. Tell us about yes. May the 4th be with you. Uh, you know, an, an unofficial official holiday amongst us nerds, right? You know? Star Wars Day. Um, so, so yeah, leaning into, you know, we love to cover toys on here. So Hasbro did a live stream of May the 4th, a bunch of new product releases and stuff. And overall it was an okay stream. I think, I don't Mm -hmm. think there was anything really, you know, head turning or mind blowing that they announced, but there was some cool pieces. Did, uh, did you get to see any of them? Did you pick any up or I did? Um, 
I did not watch the live stream. Um, I, I got kind of constant uh, live updates as it was going. Always checking because every once in a while they'll drop someone that I have to have to grab. I did not. I, I pretty much passed. Um, and we talked about this a little bit last time uh, in my Star Wars collecting that it's not that I'm opposed to the black the, the black series. There is a lot of characters that I will still gravitate towards um, and pick up. Um, but I don't need to have every character, um, so I'm very selective. Uh, you know, I'm kind of holding, I hope, waiting for certain characters. Um, come on already with that uh, crate version of Luke Skywalker or the uh, Mandalorian Luke. But, um, yeah, I, I did not pick any up. Uh, let me pull up here. If you want to go through a couple that you saw that you like, maybe you picked up. I'm going to just pull them up right here while I'm looking. Yeah, so, so I, you know, I'm kind of right there with you. I used to be somebody who would be a completionist for Star Wars Black Series. I would buy every single case every time it released, and I, you know, I kind of pulled back on that a little bit. Um, the only ones I did pre-order, I pre-ordered the, I think it's the New Republic security droid. Um, I thought that was a cool sculpt and a, a new figure to have. And I also pre-ordered the, uh, the Black Series Darth Vader helmet. Um, I, okay. I have a Darth, I have a Darth Vader helmet, but it's been on display for a while and it's kind of beat up. Mm -hmm. So I figured it was time to replace it. And I think this one looks pretty cool. So I, I, I lied to you. So I apologize. I'm not doing well today. There were two things that really drew my attention that Obi-Wan lightsaber and that Darth Vader helmet, um, wasn't so much the figures, but some of the reveals. Now tell me <clears throat> the, the, the new, uh, black series, Darth Vader helmet that got released. Uh, tell me the difference between this helmet and the one that you previously have. Well, the one I have is a little bit, uh, you know, it's an older model. It's, it's kind of just a black paint job all around. I know the, the black series one coming out, it has a little bit more gray underneath when you yeah, take like, the actual crown off. And, and one of the about, things that drew me toward it was the, uh, the red eye lenses, That's what which I, I think ask. is super cool. Yeah, man. That's what I was going to ask. So it's got that red tint eye lens, like, you know, Vader. So that wasn't on as much as the original one. More of a... No, the original one is just uh, like a black tint. Wow. So that's – it's funny, man. That's exactly what drew my attention because I don't remember the last one having it. Um, and that's kind of the iconic look. I'll tell you another thing. And I don't know. Did the other one come off in pieces like this one simply does where the helmet itself actually comes off and the mask is still on? Is it? Did it come off like that? I, I believe it did. Okay. Because that was – I don't remember seeing I remember seeing it here and I just – I go back to that ending scene in Return of the Jedi. I said, this is phenomenal. So that is one thing I may consider, going to be completely honest. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, damn, I need to have this. Um, even more than the, the Boba Fett helmet, this is this is freaking awesome. Okay. Yeah, and um, I, I love I love the Kenobi saber. I think it's a great saber. And, yeah. And they, do a, they do a great job with all their lightsabers. Um, but, but I have the one that they released a couple years ago, and the only real difference is the blade doesn't come off. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I um, I like it, but I'm not gonna spring for it. I, you know, I made my own in uh, Galaxy's Edge, so mm -hmm. I've, you know, it'd have to be a lot. Now, I, I to, for me to say, oh, I gotta have that saber, but they did a great job with it. Um, I'm going through now. So some of the pre-orders, it's looking like, um, da, 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 da. let's see. So you bought which one? The uh, Republic Security Droid. Yeah, I thought that was a cool figure. Um, I also think there's an exclusive clone trooper that's coming out okay. and, uh, I'm, I'm a sucker for clone troopers, you know, even if it's yeah. just a new paint job, I'll buy any of them. Yeah. I'm going through it now, kind of seeing what's there. I just look, there's some cool figures. The ones I, the one I wanted that I keep and I, and I missed it. And so, uh, <clears throat> it's going to require a little work. It's not impossible, but I don't know how much I want to work towards it is I did. I probably did want to pick up the bad batch. Um, yeah, you know, and then, that, that was a good, that was a good wave. Yeah. Uh, that one I would, because like, you know, that echo figure is pretty cool. Um, I've, I've seen a couple in the stores. You can still pre-order like echo and I mean, and, uh, Omega and stuff like that. But I'm, um, yeah, man, that would be the one where I'd try to put together. I just, I like their look. It's a cool show. I'm into it now. Watch it with my son. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff, but nothing where I'm like, I gotta have it, man. There's, I'm very particular right now with the ones I'm looking for. Yeah, same here. You know, I, I don't need any more, you know, basic stormtroopers or another Vader or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Well, I need a Vader. I need a good Vader. That's the problem. I have one. I don't even know where it is. And that's, that's terrible. I don't lose too many things, <laughs> but I literally lost that figure, man. I can't find it. I know I had a Black Series Vader. Can't find it. They also released, and I don't know, did it go up for pre-order? What about the retro figures where it's like the original figures that were released back in the... 
you know, 1976, 77, that line or 78 line. Yeah, I don't think that went up for pre-order yet. Okay, saw that. And I've got one of those from, I don't know, sitting on my shelf over there, an older one. Same thing, took from the original molds, and it's same figures, I think, too. So I got that there. So I'm good with that. But uh, that's pretty cool if you don't have that, just to have that kind of somewhere. Um, it's got the closed box, which we talked about last week, but I thought those yes. were pretty cool as well. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, I, that, I keep looking at that Vader helmet. That is pretty unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's, an, it's an awesome-looking helmet. That's, that, that was the piece that stood out the most for me, and I'm excited to get that in. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not trying to sleep on that Kenobi lightsaber. It's just uh, I've got my lightsaber, so uh, you know I'm good right now. Yeah, you know I love the lightsabers, but but man, they're expensive. They are. They are. And, you and know, I, I can't I can't spend two fifty every couple months on a lightsaber. Right. <laughs> right. And the thing is too, like, uh, so I you know I mentioned before the one I have too, and now the new one does come with the blade that comes out and does come with a little bit of a cool display stand. If they would make, and I know they had some in the Disney parks, but a cooler, you know, display stand and more accessible, I'd think about it because I would just display them, you know, hanging up without the blades somewhere. But uh, I haven't even, um, you know, I haven't even been able to find one recently. So, yeah, man, they're expensive. They're nice, but they're expensive. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you know, another toy news, um, something I want to touch upon in August, and this was kind of some... They're starting to announce who's going to be there. <clears throat> so uh, PowerCon taking place. Now PowerCon, if you're not familiar, was used to be the Masters of the Universe He-Man convention. But this year, it uh, looks like Mattel kind of pulled back on it. They're still going to have some stuff for He-Man there. I don't know about exclusives. I do not believe Mattel is going to be there. Um, but it looks like um, as far as toy companies go, it's going to be become basically a large toy show. Uh, Four Horsemen going to be there. Uh um, NECA, uh, uh, Mega's gonna, Mego's gonna be there. Um, they're gonna have a bunch of, you know, social media cosplayers that you've seen in, in the toy community. Um, it's, it's interesting because they haven't had, when was the last time they actually had a toy fair met in New York? Oh man, I mean, you're going back pre pandemic and COVID <laughs> right. times, so you're going back 19? probably two, three years. <laughs> yeah, 2019. So to me, I mean, there's been, you know, side conventions. This, I think they're trying to be like, you know, that type of a deal. I don't know how much, um, because most of these companies went virtual anyway with their product right around the time Toy Fair would have come out. You know, NECA had a big kickoff. Super 7 did something. Mattel pushed stuff out. Hasbro went crazy with stuff. So they're still getting their, their stuff out uh, via social media channels and, um, you know, uh, YouTube and, and, and videos like that nature. But I think they're trying to be... Um, you know, similar to what the old toy fair used to be like. Now the old toy fair was ex exclusively for vendors. Um, yeah. So the biggest change here is, you know, anyone can pretty much go see the vendors. But I do think because we haven't had a lot of opportunities to get together, you know, the last couple of years and we're coming back to that now, you're going to have an opportunity to maybe see some more things on display or have access to stuff that in the past would have just been reserved for vendors. Yeah. I think this is super cool. You know, like you said, it's been a while since, you know, conventions in general really haven't been what they were at one point you know and i'm excited to see new conventions try to grow and branch out because i love going to these things yeah yeah it's uh i'm i miss you know it's been a while real long time and and this one looks pretty cool like i said i i was was, was actually going to toy fair uh in 2020 or maybe that was the last one maybe it was 20 no that was when i think i canceled so whatever the first one got canceled was actually going to i actually had uh, someone that was actually uh, selling toys at the time and actually had a, an extra pass. We were, were working on some stuff. So I'd love to maybe consider doing this. And I don't know. It's in August. I'm thinking about it. It's not exactly in my backyard anymore, but I might might be taking a little bit of a road trip. That's something we might need to discuss. Yeah. Where is it? It's, I think it's in Ohio. Let me check. I think it's in Ohio. It's closer. It's close. It's closer to was it Michigan. Let me see. I think last year was was back in California, but then this year it's in Columbus, Ohio. Yep, oh, that's that's definitely more doable than California. Exactly, and that's something. <laughs> even for me, it's farther, but it's it's more doable than going out that far west. Um, but it looks like right now that they're starting to announce people. Um, you know, we'll see who else shows up. But right now they've got you know quite a few um, guests from both the toy industry. Um, different creators and kind of social media channels. So kind of, you know, something maybe to consider and check out. 
um, we can look into that. But that's coming up, and it looks like that's going to be trying. That's August, I think, 5th through the 7th uh, of this year. Um, and so, like I said, it is no longer Master of the Universe Central. It's more of, you know, a, a celebration of collectibles and toys. Yeah, that, that, that sounds awesome. Yeah, you know, looks at, cool. Moving down the docket, um, we're going to get into some comic news, and there's really only one story, and it's kind of becoming a trend the past two weeks, and it's very unfortunate. Um, George Perez passed away this week. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, his, his artwork speaks for itself. I mean, that, that cover of Infinity Crisis number seven, everybody knows that cover. Um, same thing, Infinity Gauntlet number one, legendary cover, and, you know, he, he will be missed. A really, really great guy, really great talent, and... You know, what, what are some of your favorite things that he's done? Um, I'm, I'm, you know, Crisis, uh, that cover, um, that story, you know, just, just that whole story. That um, The angst on, um, you know, some of his covers um, and, and, and basically, you know, the, the, when I read that as, as a kid, when I read Crisis on Infinite Earths and, and, and it was just, it was mind-bending. Um it was mind blowing. We we talk now with the saturation in comics about all these. Oh, this is the defining event, or this is the dividing event. That was a that was the definition of a defining yeah, event. Yeah, at that point, uh, that was the event. That's yes, that was it. <laughs> that was it, man. And and the stuff that 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 was put together, um, you know, just uh, the I, I I would say this: the choices they were willing to make. Um, uh, which stood for a long time. And, and like I said, the convictions of some of the choices and then afterwards him kind of, you know, um, relaunching wonder woman after that and bringing her back into popularity because there were characters just, you know, um, almost, you know, fell into obscurity, but like when he, that, that he's part of that and, and reworking it. But so that's, that's when I think George Perez, that's where, that's my first thing. I know he's, you know, time and Avengers, fantastic four. Uh, I loved as well, but that, um, yeah, man, that that crisis in the earth is that's legendary and that's uh to me defined what comic book events should be yeah you know and it it, it sucks because we're, we're getting into that age where you know a lot of these great comic creators and artists are, are getting up there in age but you know mm-hmm. thank god they've left you know lasting legacies with all their art and you can always go back and look at your favorite joyce perez you know things like that mm-hmm. well and then you know his work with, with um you know the new two Titans and you read that with him and Mark Wolfman and that, that another, you know, I'm a huge, you know, Nightwing fan. Um, and so to kind of see that evolution, I just feel like one of the things that kills me in comics today is there is no kind of evolution of a character. They stay static. They don't have these changes. And I just feel with some of the things he was directly involved with, man, they, they took chances. They made choices. You may have not liked it at the time, but they moved characters forward. They evolved comic characters, which, uh, it does not happen as as well as it did, I think, back then. And, you know, it's it's funny to see some of these characters for years stay static. And then some of these characters take, you know, quantum leaps based upon who's working, who's writing them, who's drawing them. You know, all that stuff is is uh, is key. And, and, you know, George Perez is, is integral in all that. And I think the other thing that stands out, um, you know, not from his work, but I would say over social media over the last, you know, goodness, um, it's it's been a couple months, uh, almost a year, I, since this was kind of announced that he was sick and kind of where he was. I, the bravery he showed and the openness he showed about what he was going through and the, the choices he made and how he was going to stay you know, convicted to his choices and yet was still trying to live his best life up until the very end. Um, he would constantly post things on social media. He would constantly you know, respond to people who, who message at him and He'd be meeting, you'd see him in pictures with all different um, creators and stuff at the time. Like that is a that is a, a guy that lived life to the fullest and, and would stay true to his convictions. And by all accounts, because not like I would ever have a shot, but was a really, really good dude. So it's that, that makes it, look, we celebrate all these people once they pass and their legacy. But at the end of the day, from all, all indications from everything, he was a really good dude and, and a very kind guy, very generous and, and, you know, really kind of till the end, try to live his best life, which is really all you can say. 
Yeah. And, you know, we touched on it earlier with how toxic, you know, social media can be and how the fandom is. And it when you see something like this, it seemed everybody pulled together and was just, you know, everybody has a favorite George Perez story, a, mm -hmm. a cover, something. And it was good to see an outpouring of just, you know, support and, you know, n nothing really bad about him. Everything you heard was great. And, you know, he he will be missed. Yeah, absolutely. And you hit on it, man. It's on, on something that could be completely negative. We just uh, outpouring of positivity. Um, and I, I think that's something to be said of where, in like you're saying, the era when we're losing these Titans now. But when you think about it, it was a it was a much smaller, um, very passionate, but much smaller, um, you know, group. When we grew up, I mean, if you were into comics or, or into this type of stuff or sci-fi or stuff, it, this was not mainstream. It is mainstream no, today. All. It is mainstream today. So there is, and that, you know, that's a conversation for another day because this will definitely be one of our major topics. But when we see people that are these legends that came back from back in the day when it was this close knit community where they, where the companies drew into, I mean, the, the writers and, and the illustrators drew for independent comics or Marvel or DC, they moved around and there was this, you know, um, just a, a smaller knit community. Um, the fans that, that followed it were, I just think, you know, not as widespread. Steam was passionate, if not more passionate back then, but not widespread. And it's, it's something to be said for that. I think that's why you see this outpouring of, of positivity. Yeah, it's, it's like you said, you know, the, the community has grown over time and, you know, new fans are coming in constantly and getting to understand how important somebody like George Perez was to the, the actual things that we love. You know, he drawn inspiration. I mean, even in a... Uh, the Arrowverse, they they recreated that scene from Infinite Crisis. Yep. You know, in the show when they did a Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's uh, you hit it, man. We're we're losing some Titans. There's very few left. Yeah, and you know it's it's unfortunate, but you know there really is no great way to segue away from it. Um, no. But we do have one gaming story we wanted to get into. And that's the upcoming Evil Dead game. Yes. Uh, I know you're a big Evil Dead fan. I'm a big Evil Dead fan. So I think this is one we're both definitely going to check out. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. Um, I go either way with, with horror survival. There's some horror survival games I absolutely love. And then there's other ones I just don't get into. It looks like it's a horror survival game, so I'm excited. I love the Evil Dead franchise. Um, I love the... Um, um, the Ash and the Evil Dead TV show, I thought it was fantastic. Um, you know, that world that, that Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell kind of started all those years ago, and now it's coming. You know, there's been games before, but it looks like they're pulling out all the stops with this game. Um, I know it comes out next week. We're going to be, or at least I will not be around next week. You will be, but definitely I'm, I'm hoping to pick this up next week and uh, hoping to maybe have some more things to take on it. But right now, kind of what they announced is kind of the DLC um, and what I thought was cool is that it spans characters from all over the universe. So um, when you look at the DLC, the playable characters, it's bringing characters from Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 2, and the TV show. So, Which um, was awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I, uh, I, I, can't, I can't wait to dig into this. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it for our gaming section when we come back. Like I said, when, give me, a, give me a next week to get it and about a week to play it. And we will definitely be chatting this game up a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like you said, I'm a big fan of Evil Dead. You're a big fan of Evil Dead. And we're, we're kind of in a lull of Evil Dead content, if you will, right? The show ended a couple of years ago. So, so yeah. it's nice to get back into that world and have a game to dive into. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, that was going to be it for as far as, as the, the Adventures of Ash, they said. They said that before, but we'll see. But uh, they said that, you know, they're going to try to keep the franchise going in, in different ways. Um, I enjoyed the reboot a couple of years ago for what it was. Um, it just did not, you know, it, it wasn't that type of a, of a legacy, uh, you know, type of a thing as, as the original because of the characterization and kind of all the years gone by and stuff like that. So I thought it was a cool horror movie, but like I said, it's, uh, you know, my heart's still with the old Evil Dead series and I'm looking forward to this game. Yeah, the, the, the Evil Dead movie a couple years ago, like you said, it was a good movie, but it, it, could, it didn't need the branding of Evil Dead. It could have been called something else and yeah. it would have been a fine movie on its own, you know, and. You didn't have to name it Evil Dead so you don't have those comparisons to the original. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. All right, man. I think I think I think uh speaking of Evil Dead and, and, and Sam Raimi, I think it might be time to chat a little bit about Doctor Strange and then segue into our big bonus episode. What do you think? Yeah, I think that sounds good. Uh, you know, we, we like you said, we got a lot to say about this one. 
We do. We do. Um, Non-spoiler general thoughts before we do our deep dive, because like I said, we will not spoil things here for you all listening. But if you want to be spoiled or you've already seen it, feel free to dive into our bonus episode. What do you? Any you know quick takeaways you want to share before we uh, get up here for this week's episode? Yeah, so you know it, it's hard to talk about without spoilers, but I'd say this is a good movie, not a great movie, not a bad movie. Um, take that for what it's worth. I think overall the acting is great in this movie. I think the score is something that stood out. Um, at times it's great. At times there's a little times it's a little jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you go see this movie, it is definitely a Sam Raimi movie. And yes. if you know anything about Sam Raimi, you'll know exactly what that means. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, um, I think the question just is, is it a, a Sam Raimi Spider-Man 2 movie or Spider-Man 3 movie? But no, um yeah, I, I love that part of it. Um, I um, I really liked the movie. I really did. Um, and it, I, I, I'm going to sound like a contrarian or I'm going to sound like I'm just copying my Moon Knight take. But there were just a couple things in this movie that took me out of it that I can't get past. And we'll dive deep in our, in our spoiler uh, review. But um, yeah. Um, and it took me out of the movie and that sucked because I really felt that if it could have been, you know, a little tweak here or there, or maybe just change some things or certain things didn't happen or happened differently. And we'll, you know, we'll talk, that I wouldn't have been taken out away. Uh, but there were two major problems I had with the movie. Like I said, I, I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was good. I thought it was way different than pretty much any Marvel movie before it and it is does have Sam Raimi's you know stamp on it but there were just two things that I'm having a hard time getting past that took my enjoyment out of the movie but it might just be my own personal issues and that might be between me and my therapist but we'll find out when we do our deep dive (laughs) yeah you know you know it's weird because this movie had so much hype coming into it and I don't know if it could have ever lived up to the hype Mm mm-hmm um, and I think that might play a factor into some people's idea and, you know, thoughts on what the movie should be. Um, like you said, this movie feels very different from most of the MCU. I mean, there's points of this movie, it feels like a horror movie. Oh, yeah. And uh, honestly, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and this is one where it's, and you mean it, it's um, keep the kids home on this one. Absolutely. Keep the, keep the kids <laughs> home. You, want, you watch it first um, when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, you can watch it and you can kind of fast forward a couple parts because this was not – if you're sitting there, like I said, I told you last week I'm starting to rewatch the MCU with my son. Uh, yeah, we're going to be cutting parts out of this one. We might even skip it for a while until he's ready because this is not going to – I don't think it's going to take well um, you know, going forward. Uh, so, uh, But yeah, we'll, we're going to do our deep dive, but I'm kind of with you. I, I thought it was good. But I had two fundamental big problems with it, uh, which we'll do our deep dive on the on the spoiler chat. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to get into that because I, I like we said, there's a lot to talk about in this movie, and I'm I'm curious to see where you're at and where I'm at and if it lines up. All right. Well, once again, folks, thank you for listening. As always, this has been the various stages of growth podcast. Hopefully, I'll grow next week and run the soundboard better, and uh, you know, but. <laughs> Reach us at VSG Podcast at Twitter. Come on, add us. We're asking you to add us. Add us. And then uh, email vsgrowthpodcast at gmail.com. Looking forward to your feedback, comments, or insults, or compliments, if there are any there. And, uh, you know, like I said, I will be away next week. There may be some uh, an episode dropping. Uh, if anything goes on, Matt, Matt's got it covered. Um, but we are going to be uh, dropping two episodes today. This our our episode four and our bonus episode. So if you finish this one up and you want more of this content, uh, get ready for our bonus episode, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, once again, I am your co-host, Will. I'm Matt. And you were listening to the Various Stages of Growth podcast. And thank you for listening. I'm sorry, I was totally going to mess with you again and have you say something. But we're, now we're, we're really going to go this time. But all right, we'll, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll tune in. All right, you tune in to us soon and we'll talk to you next. But uh, once again, thank you so much for listening.